When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. And today's show is going to be a week in review, and what a week it was. It started out with the publication of um, Woodward's book of Woodward and Bernstein Watergate fame. Uh, he's, uh, he, he always publishes a book on each presidency, usually each term of each presidency, and, uh, and he did one uh, on uh, Trump, which was released this week. Uh, it was full of uh, salacious, unverified, unsubstantiated details, much like the dossier, and also relied on anonymous sources. And the motivation of John Woodward, Bob Woodward, uh, was uh, was about the same. He hates Trump, and his uh, his book was designed to be a takedown of Trump in in the service of the uh, the Washington establishment, of which Bob Woodward is uh, thoroughly entrenched. Uh, but the book uh, really broke new, no new ground. Uh, there's nothing that we don't know about Donald Trump at this point, um, and that we uh, don't necessarily approve of. But we didn't hire Donald Trump to be um, our national role model. Uh, we hired him to go to Washington and uh, and drain the swamp, overturn the table, upset the D.C. establishment and start uh, turning back some of these uh, entrenched policies that are not in the interests of the American people. And he has done that beautifully. It's driving them crazy. And this week um, was probably peak uh, Trump derangement syndrome from the establishment point, uh, point of view. In addition to Bob Woodward's book, uh, the New York Times also published an anonymous... Um, uh, an anonymous op-ed uh, that uh, was claimed by someone deep inside the White House. The New York Times uh, describes him as a senior administrative official. Now, the New York Times has been caught in the past identifying people as senior administrative officials that were nothing more than interns. That's no joke. Um, During the uh, Obama administration, uh, there was uh, the New York Times identified somebody in the EPA as a senior uh, administration official, when in fact they were an intern when uh, when they started uh, leaking to the New York Times. So there's no telling who this uh, this mole actually is. Uh, he is seditious and a traitor. He's uh, claims uh, that uh, he and uh, a cabal of like-minded individuals in also senior administration officials in the White House are uh, actively seeking to subvert and uh, sabotage the president's agenda that the American people sent him uh, there to to implement. And this this anonymous writer claims that he's doing it uh, to protect democracy. And the New York Times is holding him out as some sort of, um, some sort of, uh, you know, hero. It's a joke. 
um, you know, it, it, it is a vindication of everybody who believes in the deep state, the entrenched bureaucracy in Washington, D.C., that puts their own interests and the interests of the globalists before the interests of the American people. We're supposed to believe that this uh, deep state mole in the White House is protecting us from Donald Trump uh, and um, in the service of the so-called steady state. He, he's trying to replace the term deep state with steady state. The same people that gave us $20 trillion in debt, $4 trillion wasted on worthless wars in the Middle East, thousands of um, the lives of uh, beautiful young Americans, uh, 20 million illegal aliens residing in the country, borders that are open like a sieve, uh, trade deals that have run up uh, hundreds of billions of dollars in deficits year after year for going on 30 years now. So this deep state mole that the uh, New York Times published anonymously is protecting us from Trump's um, Make America Great agenda uh, to try to keep the uh, the status quo in Washington D.C., but um, but Bob Woodward has debased himself. Uh, he is no better now uh, than this Michael Wolf uh, that wrote this uh, bogus, discredited um, book that uh, sold well for the first week and then crashed, or uh, for that matter, Amarosa, who uh, who basically published. Actually, you could say that Amarosa. Uh, had more credible information than Bob Woodward because all of uh, Bob Woodward's sources are anonymous, and at least Amarosa put her name on uh, on her smear. Um, and we also had this week the Kavanaugh hearings, uh, in which uh, the Democrats uh, really showed their ass um, in, in a way that uh, it was just unimaginable not that long ago that uh, what took place in the United States Senate is really uh, what the what the Democrat Party has come to. We had uh, Cory Booker and uh, Kamala Harris. Um, Kamala Harris, uh, the senator from California, and Booker, the senator from New Jersey, vying with each other on how um, hysterical they could be in opposition to uh, uh, to Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court, and at the same time. Uh, the histrionics were coming from the uh, from the dais up there, and histrionics uh, really is not uh, is not strong enough a word. Here's hysterics. Uh, Kamala Harris actually started interrupting uh, the chairman of the committee before he got the first sentence out of his mouth, and then Cory Booker yesterday uh, claimed that he was going to be leaking. Uh, documents uh, that were supposed to show that Brett Kavanaugh was some uh, somehow a racist. Apparently, he didn't actually read the documents that he was reading uh, that he was uh, releasing, and of the documents that he claimed to be classified and that he was uh, releasing in the interest of national security had been declassified the night before. So this buffoon um, released documents that had been cleared for release claimed that they were classified, called himself Spartacus for being willing to do this, and then claimed that they showed that Brett Kavanaugh was a racist. When, in fact, if you read the document, it said, it written by uh, Brett Kavanaugh, it said that he opposed racial profiling in the wake of 9-11. A total clown. 
totally a complete clown. And then Kamala Harris uh, uh, took off on this tear trying to bully Brett Kavanaugh. Um, yeah, and I've seen her do this before. She, uh, she sort of uh, intimidate or imp- intimates that she's got uh, some dirt on somebody, and then she puts them on the spot by asking them vague questions about it. And in this case, um, she claimed uh, that Brett Kavanaugh had talked to somebody at a law firm in Washington, D.C. about the Mueller investigation. Brett Kavanaugh uh, readily admitted that he had talked to many people about the Mueller investigation, but Kamala Harris insisted that he uh, say whether or not he had talked to anybody at that law firm. Well... That law firm has hundreds of associates, and uh, and Brett Kavanaugh said he couldn't be sure because he didn't know everybody that worked at that law firm, and, and Kamala Harris steadfastly refused to identify the person that she was trying to get at. It was hysterics, and uh, at the same time all of this was going on, people were screaming and carrying on uh, in the hearing room, um, paid protesters. There's actually video from outside uh, the hearing room of uh, of uh, a guy with a paper bag full of cash paying these protesters. And I don't know why uh, the Capitol Police or, or the, uh, the Senate uh, allows uh, this. Um, they, they, the, the chairman should have cleared the committee room and the Capitol Police should have done a much better job at removing uh, people and, and they need to char- start charging them with much stiffer misdemeanors, uh, if if they're going to go in there and scream and carry on, uh, purposely to disrupt uh, the operations of the United States government, you need, you need to spend at least thirty days in jail. I mean, if you're that committed to the cause, thirty days is the minimum. They should not be given a ticket and released on their own recognizance. But what we uh, what we learned uh, this week, among everything else, is that. Donald Trump actually hasn't done anything wrong. With all of this digging by Bob Woodward and all of this hyperventilating uh, by Anonymous in the New York Times, they, they never cited anything that Donald Trump actually did, one, that hurt the American people and didn't advance uh, his agenda, which I'll, I'll remind you has been wildly successful. He's, uh, he's expanded the economy the jobless rate is the lowest it's been in three generations, 50 years since the last time the jobless rate was this low. He's, uh, the stock market is uh, uh, roaring, which is uh, replenishing everybody's retirement funds. He's, uh, he's banished ISIS. He's stopped uh, the little rocket man on the Korean Peninsula from, uh, from his madness. Um, he's uh, doing everything he can to secure the border despite... The, uh, the howls of protests from both sides of the aisle in Congress. But, um, but he hasn't done anything wrong. Anonymous wasn't able to identify anything. Mueller wasn't able to identify anything. Mueller's, uh, the, the development on the Mueller front this week is that uh, um, the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, told Mueller to go pound sand that they're not going to be uh, sitting for any interviews or answering any questions with regard to uh, Trump's firing of James Comey that the deep state is trying to uh, convince everybody is obstruction of justice. Now, prior to Donald Trump firing James Comey, everybody wanted James Comey fired. 
Democrats and Republicans. Democrats blamed Comey for Hillary's loss, and the Republicans identified Comey's um, misconduct, one, in in, uh, clearing Hillary Clinton, and two, in trying to frame Donald Trump. But after Donald Trump fired him, the Democrats immediately turned around and said, whoa, that's obstruction of justice. Giuliani told Mueller he can pound sand, that all of these things are presidential prerogatives covered in Article 2 of the Constitution, and that uh, uh, all of the administration's political appointees serve at the pleasure of the President of the United States. Um, what, uh, what this uh, whole obstruction of justice thing illustrates is just how illegitimate and really illicit this whole Mueller investigation is. You, you're telling me that Robert Mueller is going to investigate Donald Trump for firing James Comey when Robert Mueller was James Comey's mentor? One of them is, is godparent to the other's child. I can't remember which it is, but it's an absurdity. The fact that Rod Rosenstein would ever even consider appointing Robert Mueller to investigate uh, anything with regard to James Comey shows you once again how illicit and uh, illegitimate uh, this whole this whole thing was. But the uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, um, total sham and farce. Uh, the twenty twenty Democratic presidential can- uh, candidates made fools of themselves. Um, which is great. I think it's great that we're getting to see the true nature of the modern Democrat Party. Also in Washington, um, the social media titans, uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter and uh, was it Sandberg of uh, of Facebook uh, came to testify. They also called uh, somebody from Google. I think it was, uh, wasn't Larry Schmidt. Larry Schmidt is gone now. Anyway, they called somebody from Google. Google actually refused to come because they can't answer the questions of how badly they're downranking any sort of uh, conservative coverage of the news. Uh, For his part, Jack Dorsey, in the week prior to coming to Washington, had eliminated his uh, shadow ban, the so-called quality filter, of which um, I was subjected, along with anybody else on the right side of the political spectrum. He, uh, He actually took that down and let everybody out of the Twitter jail. And Facebook is uh, is busy uh, downranking conservative voices, too. Um, Jack Dorsey, in particular, showed himself to be a hypocrite when uh, immediately after his testimony before Congress went out and permanently banned uh, the lunatic Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones, I don't agree with on much. Well, actually, Alex Jones is actually right about quite a bit. It, but it, the things that he's wrong about is he's so wrong and so over the top that he really discredits uh, uh, that he discredits people on the right side of the political spectrum. Also, this week we had Nike, a multi-billion-dollar globalist shoe company that sells uh, sells their products for way, way more than they're worth to gullible people who are willing to pay for it. They decided that they were going to make uh, uh, pick a, a paragon of virtue as their spokesperson. They picked Colin Kaepernick one of the most reviled and hated uh, athletes of our generation to be the face of their new ad campaign, which is titled Leave in Something Even If It Costs You Everything. Well, I've said it, I said it before, I'll say it again here. Colin Kaepernick believes in a myth 
That is Black Lives Matter myth, the whole mythology created uh, that um, that police officers are somehow targeting for a special abuse um, black people. You can find just as many videos if you were willing or interested in looking at them uh, of them abusing whites and Hispanics and Asians. Um, it, it's uh, it's the modern day identity politics uh, uh, that is uh, driving that whole narrative. And Colin Kaepernick knows next to nothing about sacrifice. The people who know something about sacrifice are the ones uh, that uh, stand proudly for the flag, and many of them that have made the ultimate sacrifice. They come home in caskets draped with that flag that he and his fellow uh, spoiled, rotten NFL players refused to stand for. Uh, And a sad uh, passing this week, Burt Reynolds uh, died at the age of 82. Uh, Burt Reynolds was a a movie star from a, a, a bygone age. He he really uh, made his chops back in the uh, late 50s and 60s uh, as, I um, can't remember the name of his character on Gunsmoke, but uh, he was um, he was a, an old-style movie star back when movie stars were still normal people who concerned themselves with, um, you know, uh, enjoying the company of women more than engaging in the, uh, social media uh, political activism. He was a normal guy. He was self-effacing, uh, funny as hell. Everybody uh, loved him. He could have a quick temper. He was hard drinking and hard living. And uh, one of the things that really hurt Bert is that uh, he came of age at a time when the golden age of Hollywood was ending. And he was really hitting his stride and hitting his peak um, in the 70s when um, when the quality of the productions in Hollywood just went downhill. I guess everybody was stoned. Uh, but, you know, they started putting things on videotape and, and the stories started getting um, really crazy. It was the time when political correctness started in, in, uh, confusing um, entertainment. But uh, he, he started the uh, the decade pretty good. He made Sharky's Machine, which was filmed there in my hometown of Atlanta. Uh, still to this day, there was a, a stunt in that movie um, that is the highest free fall ever uh, put on a, a, a movie screen, 220 feet. They, they uh, showed it taking place out of the Peachtree Plaza, which is a, I think the Peachtree Plaza is an 80-story hotel. Um, and they used different angles to make it look like he was falling all that way. The, the, the shot was actually filmed coming out of the, um, the Regency Hyatt so that um, the, the stuntman could land uh, on the roof of the adjoining uh, uh, Peachtree Center. It was a 220-foot fall onto an airbag uh, performed by... Um, Star Robinson, 220 feet. Star Robinson later died uh, doing another one of these uh, super high uh, fall scenes. Uh, but but I remember when it happened. It was uh, it was a, a big big thing uh, around Atlanta. So um, Burt Reynolds is is gone now. Um, the only recognition he ever got was uh, from Boogie Nights, a film that he didn't want to do, but had to do because uh, he was so uh, up in his eyeballs in debt to the IRS. He uh, he he got a um, an Oscar nomination 
He may have actually gotten an Oscar for that uh, performance, uh, a degenerate film that uh, Burt Reynolds went to his grave saying that he uh, hated and was ashamed of. Well, that's about it for this week's uh, uh, coverage. If you like this, please uh, share, like, and and subscribe. And I want to uh, welcome aboard the uh, the Liberty Eagle uh, Facebook page, uh, in the in and thank them for carrying right now with Jim Dawes. So we'll see you next week. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is. What's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva paper towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more.